Welcome to episode 17 of the J Bunny's Music Hub podcast. I'm your host, J Bunny. For this episode, I'm joined by four out of the five members of the band Texas Hippie Coalition. I've been following this band for a while now, and it was great to get to talk to them. I was originally hoping to have vocalist Big Dad Rich on this show as well, but unfortunately he wasn't available. The cool thing, though, is there's always next time. In the meantime, though, talking to the rest of the band gave me some great insight on the history of THC, and I also discovered that I was familiar with some of their previous bands. Without further ado, here's Texas Hippie Coalition. Alright, what's up everybody? It's Jay Bunny. I am here at, uh, where the fuck am I? I'm at Dingbats again. I'm here with most of the members of Texas Hippie Coalition. So let's start out, uh, I guess, with, uh, we'll go one by one. You guys can tell me who you are, what you do, and how long you've been in the band. Um, Timmy, I'm the drummer, and I've been um, on the last three records for about six years. Probably six, seven years, something like that. Okay. That's cool. What about you guys over there? Oh. They forgot. Ah, uh, my name is uh, uh, I don't uh, my name is Nevada Romo. I play guitar. Um, I joined in I want to say 2015, 2016, something like about two and a half, three years. Like okay. All right. Um, I play guitar. Uh, I'm Cord Pool. Play guitar. Are we supposed to say how long we were? In? How long you been a band? Cord? Yeah. How long you been in the co- the Probably band? five years. Okay. All right. Probably a little over five years. Right? Nah, probably twenty. Probably less. <laughs> no, I've been. My name's Rado Romo, and I've been in the band for. Okay, so you, are you guys, <laughs> I take it that that's a joke. No, no, he's no. Oh, oh, they're all laughing like, like, yeah, okay. Yeah. He's no, like, sure. Really oh, okay. Are you guys related? We have, we have yeah, he's my songs, brother, though. Okay. I got to lay down some original bass lines on the songs yeah. we just did demos for, so that was really cool. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, that's actually, uh, I, we uh, auditioned him back in or, uh, or March. March, yeah. yeah. So he's, I guess, been with us since about March. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, well yeah, y'all fully officially like said that I was doing it probably about two and a half months ago. Yeah, we've been about three months. Get ready for tour, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. All righty. So, um, obviously, uh, for those that are familiar with the band, Rich is not here for the interview. He'll be here later for the show, though. But I was wondering if you guys might be able to tell me how, like, where the band name came from. And more specifically, I was curious if if the, the, the THC abbreviation was used as a starting point and the blanks yes. were filled in, or? That's from what I, my um, understanding, yes. Um, and you know, Rich is, he said his parents were hippies. He grew up, I know, at least a little bit of his childhood in Washington, you know, and, um, you know, of course, the, now he's, he's from Texas. Yeah, yeah. And then the whole band started in Texas, and then the coalition was, you know, um, is referring to the crowd, the people. The yeah, yeah. Also, he always, also, I, I've heard him say a million times, he was told he would have a church or a cult or something like that. <laughs> yeah. so I think, it's almost know, the same yeah, thing. Yeah, his coalition, I think, is his cult, yeah. you know what I mean, the, the cult of Rich. So, uh, okay, all righty. Um, now, I first became aware of the band around 2010 when uh, Pissed Off and Mad About It was getting played on the radio by uh, WDHA here in Jersey. They have a Friday night metal show called Metal Mania. Oh, wow. And uh, their host, Scott, was playing the song. Uh, but it looks like the band initially started in 2004. Do you guys know about like the earlier years of the band? Let me tell you about it. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny you say that, though, because, uh, you know, we're all from, uh, uh, Court, you know, he's from Texas, but we're from the Oklahoma City area, and that band really broke in that area. Yeah. In my, when I was there, and we yeah. were in bands that, you know, uh, you know, I was, uh, me and Rado yeah, were... Timmy was there, too. Uh, yeah, all three of us were in the scene. Yeah, we were yeah, in a different band, same scene. Oh, and I opened for, you know, Texas Hippie Coalition when I was probably, you know, I'd I was say 14. back in 07, I'd say, you know what I mean? Okay. And so, 
at that point, you know, uh, there was a really good buzz around the band, you know what I mean? And there was uh, a lot of people were interested in that stuff. And, yeah. You know, it was one of the, the same way that Cross Canadian Ragweed could literally, like, never leave four states and tour game here all year. Right, 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 right. That's what was going on with THC for a long time, you know, at that point. And, you know, uh, so I would say in those early years, you know, uh, you know, I think we, uh, speaking from my perspective, you know, and I, I, I imagine you probably saw the same thing, you know, uh, in the areas we were at, there was just such a great buzz about the band, and there was, you know, a kind of, uh, you know, a lot of bands have done Southern Metal, a lot of bands, have, but no band had really said, you know, we're really taking this Red Dirt Outlaw thing on, and, you know, yeah. which was kind of the first time to do that. Well, and they had actually asked me to be in the band a couple of years before I joined, but I had projects going on, so I actually referred somebody to them, which they had for that couple of years' time, you know, too. So, I mean, we all, you know, that does not, you know, that part of the country is not as populated as it is up here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, you know, there's only like probably five drummers in each city. And, you know, <laughs> maybe ten guitar players yeah. worth, you know. Yeah. So, um, no, I mean, there's a lot of good musicians from over from. And actually the whole Red Dirt scene itself, you know, is, um, which is more country than like what we are. But, yeah, yeah. You know, like around that area, I mean, it's, it's, it's its own little thing, man. It's know, such it's a crossroads. It, it's so cool. Like, I mean, because we talk about all the time, you know, like, you know, court, uh, you know, the wet country, man, Texas country stuff, you know, and, um, you know, when we've, you know, in our area, you know, we Southern Rock and Southern Metal is really popular, and, you know, and then the Norman area, which is not far from the city, you've got the, the kind of weirder country Americana scene, and then all over Texas, there's all these great country bands, metal bands. So it's like this weird melting spot of like, you know, and, and to me, THC is kind of a really good kind of like, you know, hey, here's kind of this middle spot, you know, where like you can see, you know, the guys from Stony LaRue and Black Label Society, kind of everybody join a band, you yeah, know, yeah, and, yeah. That's, and I can say that, you know, not from a perspective of not always being in a band and seeing, you know, myself being there saying, oh yeah, that band kind of, you know, sits in this weird spot, you know, right, that right. is applicable to a lot of people, you know. Okay. Um, now, there seems to be, and I've noticed this just not not just in listening to the band myself, but but uh, through through other friends that I've introduced to the band, that there's a very sort of very heavy like Pantera influence. Like I had a friend one time, I was in the car, I was playing one of the albums. He's like, Dude, "What Pantera song is this?" I was like, "No, nah, it's not. It's another band." And uh, and so I was wondering, uh, is that a conscious decision? And did anybody that's in not the band really. know no. any of those guys? Like Rich is a vocalist, definitely did not get. Yeah, like, I mean, weird, but like really, like that really, he's never. He's, I don't he really likes hear the it, band, but I hear yeah. it a lot. He likes the band, but he's not like yeah. it's not that he hates Phil, but that's just not. That's just not hearing, him. hearing him talk yeah. about it. Like, he's not really all about trying to be like. It's weird. I feel like maybe he just was around guys at the time that were maybe into that. You know? Well, this is the Texas thing, and we do play right for dime. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. That's probably where so, that came. Yeah. yeah, you know, and maybe. Well, I mean, that, when I hear like to me, like you know, Cord was the band before I was, and there's some records that he's on that you know that at this point a lot of our fans, I really think they really enjoy it. Yeah. Set. And you know, to me, and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying this to knock, you know, dime or any of those uh, that kind of music, but you know, coming from that place that we're at, that's kind of a chip on a lot of people's shoulder. Where you know, you really want to designate yourself in a certain spot and uh -huh. kind of claim it on your own, right? Right. You know, and I think that you know, with this band, you know, um, and this, especially this lineup we're at now, and in the last couple of records, I mean, like I said, I got to be the privilege to be in another band and watch them tour on a, another record too. A song like you know, like the record right on. To me, that was like ZZ Top meets like uh, Leonard Skinner. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Meets like Motley Crue, meets like Corrosion Conformity. It was all these great influences. You know? Right. So to me, you know, I love Pantera, but I really think that what 
we hope, to, I, what I personally hope to see is, you know, a next chapter for that kind of music in the future, you know, where it's not so much that, you know, you know, we talk about the glory days, but we talk about the days to come. You know, right, right, right. That right. culture is more prevalent again, like it was in the 70s with Southern Rock, like it was in the 90s with Pantera, that maybe it could be again in the future, you know, with THC. Right, right. So do any of you, do any of you guys know any of those guys, or did you before? Like, like you said, you played the Ride for Dimes, so I'm sure you must have met them since then. <laughs> I hung out with Big Val, which you, you know, passed away like, um, last year, I'm pretty sure, the, the roadie. Pinto okay, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did some projects, and that did some, something else. <laughs> I know, uh, there's a, uh, um, the old, so my, uh, man, what is his name? I had someone that worked for me with another band I was in, and I can't right now remember what his name was uh but he uh he was the manager for damage plan whatever right, right, got yeah, shot yeah. and he was on stage with him and i want to say he got shot with him as well well then he shows up to our show sometimes yeah and, you know i mean you know we yeah you know and then i've got you know i've had people i've got friends you know that everybody knows somebody parties out at the clubhouse or whatever it is you know so i mean it's like they don't get wrong we'll play shows you know we're hell yeah is there or something like that you yeah, know, yeah. Well, so you know i mean it's not like you know we're like like yeah, yeah. You get you run into people. You kind of I know this guy. I know that dude. Right, right, right. So, you know, and so, how did you guys get involved again in the ride for a dime? How did you get involved in doing those? It's pretty big. Uh, look, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that, that would, I mean, I don't know. That'd be a rich thing. I mean, I don't even know if um, I, somebody like the band. Well, I didn't. Right, yeah, it comes, uh, I mean, lady. Really love Rita. 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 Really, 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 really love Rita. That's, that's a good love answer. TAC. See, that's a good. I mean, you know, we know Rita. That. I mean, I think yeah. all of us have probably met Rita yeah. a few times. Yeah. I, I saw her at Nam this last year, and uh, I'm sure that's how I met her. Her really well introduced me to her. And, yeah. I and I know for a while, I remember Rich saying he's like it's the only show that they would do for free for you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because there is money going to a good cause. Yeah. To that. Yeah. The connection that's in that. Even though, like, you know, he was saying the chip thing, like, kind of, though, at the same time, that's kind of reversed. Everybody also respects the fuck out of the guy. So oh, it's yeah. like you're always, yeah. like, you know, it's like it's so connected down there. It's like, you know, how we have everybody knows everybody it. is all about yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's good stuff. And there's yeah. ride for dimes all over the Right, yeah, they, they just started. Shit, yeah. They just started one in Jersey earlier, uh, not earlier this year, last year, I believe, they had the first, the first uh, New Jersey chapter uh, event. And I wanted I wanted to go, but I uh, I also I'm also real big into the uh, Renaissance Fair scene, yeah, and, cool. and that was running the same day as one of the days of the New York Renaissance Fair, so I wasn't. Aware. Our driver is like one of the like the first guys that started jousting and like oh wow like, yeah like at least in this kind of day and age and all that stuff. Yeah, he was yeah. named after Jeffrey Chaucer or whatever from a Nice Tale, the crazy guy. He wasn't named after that movie, but the dude yeah. that was in that movie. Anyway, yeah, yeah. But like yeah, he made all that stuff. Yeah. Man. That's cool though, man. That's also into that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also, I mean, I only, only just did a. Me and I do. Yes, I do. I dress, I dress yeah, up like a pirate. Yeah. And then on Labor Day, like, like I said, the name of my show is Jay Bunny's Music Hub on Labor Day because nice. it's a weird day that, that you know. So instead of dressing in your normal shit, you dress as something different. And so I dress as the Easter Bunny. That's where the <laughs> Jay Bunny thing kind of came from. Uh, I love it's funny. Um, Jay Bunny's yeah, and then and then I met Rita once or twice just to show this shirt that I'm wearing. Actually, I bought from her Fuck when yeah. uh, like they were touring. Like they had a booth just selling dime bag merch at like the Uproar Festival a couple of years and the Mayhem Festival a couple of years. And so I I met her and, and bought this and another another shirt that I have at home. That's cool. But uh, as speaking of of that, actually, um, you guys recently played uh, Carolina Rebellion, and then THC has also played like they played Mayhem in the past. And so I was wondering what. 
the, with these festivals, like, do you guys prefer, like, the touring festival packages or, like, these destination ones that are seeming to be more popular now? Which do you prefer as a band to be involved in? I mean, I know everything, everything's got its goods and its, you know, its pluses and minuses, but what, what do you guys prefer out of those two? Well, if you want to ask me what I prefer out of those things, I would say I'd rather do, a, like, a touring festival because who doesn't want to go on tour in a festival all, all the time? You know what I mean? So just do the destinations where, where you just have to, like, you know, it's cool to just meet up at the festival because then you get to play with a lot of different bands. Like, we got to play with Ozzy right, the right, other day. Right. And, like, we're not going to get a tour with Ozzy right, right now. I wouldn't right. think hopefully one day soon, you know. But it's like, so the fact that we got to, like, maybe we wouldn't get to necessarily be on that touring festival circuit with Ozzy's tour but getting to meet up with that yes but the thing is though is it's like if we were to get to go like on like another mayhem thing like that you know those things the big the big names and that just how many people are at every show it's so you know it's crazy yeah, yeah. Like, right, it's amazing. Right. The, I think the major difference is the schedule like the, the scheduling routine because like if you're on a festival tour and you're playing you know early every day then you're on that routine but when you do a club date and you get out yeah. there at 3 in the morning and you have loaded at like 9 a.m. at a festival yeah. and you're playing at like 2 you know, it just it kind of throws your daily, you know, yeah. human routine off whack. So it's like, you know, I like being on a consistent thing. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. Whatever it might be, I can, I'm happy with either. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, it's the I've, daily thing that makes it really more fun. Yeah, and I guess that the the weird thing to, with the touring, like, I. I don't know that Mayhem did it so much, but I know Ozfest used to do the thing where like you're on the festival, but every day the schedule changes so that, you know, like That's for the for the side stage. So, I, gotta, I gotta say the overall though getting to just like have getting to meet like tour with like we're getting to share like technically like it's almost like after like 4 p.m. you're basically like almost and sometimes 2 p.m. depending on where the stage is at you're sharing like headlining spots basically all day yeah yeah, when you're yeah. festival tours so that's kind of one of those things where you're like dude that, and then everybody's gonna share each other's fans yeah yeah so I think a festival tour that's fucking that's awesome I think festivals probably do more for the band yeah. yeah, as a growth thing. Yo, absolutely. At I, the same time, though, I, I don't really think uh, if you look at you know, I can't think of one touring festival right now that's not shutting down. Well, that was that brings me right into my next question: yeah. is that like all of the U.S. touring festivals have died or are dying? Like, yeah, not sustainable. Like Mayhem, yeah. Ozfest, Mayhem, Uproar, uh, all those other like, they're they're all gone. Fucking. Uh, uh, what's the warp tour is ending after this year yeah, yeah. and right like here. I was so th this next question is like you know these these destination ones are seem seeming to be what mm -hmm. is yeah. out there now and yeah. I was wondering I mean it seems like from the last question you guys mostly you know prefer the the model of the touring festival so do you think that this move toward the destinations is, is a good idea for me I I mean I didn't say it a second ago, but I disagree I personally enjoy I would rather do, you know, I like the mixing it up. I like us having these club tours and then jumping on a festival, doing for a couple of weeks, doing some weekend stuff at these different festivals. Jumping on a different festival right. uh, to be able to have a different lineup you're playing with in a different region with a whole different staff. Yeah. I personally enjoy that. And I, I also like that each one of them has their own unique environment into, you know what I mean? Their own kind of culture yeah. about the, the area. Because if you go to Carolina Rebellion, it's a lot different than uh, Fort Rock, Fort Rock or, or, or yeah, all that. Yeah. You're right, that is true. I will so that. I really think that for people, I think for how much money people have, how much money it costs to put those tours on, and how uh, sustainable and effective they are, I think it's probably, from a business end, I can see why they would move to that. And I yeah. think from a band's yeah. end, I think it's more feasible for, you know, some bands, you know, 
pitch. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of buy-ons and things. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying I don't for THC that wasn't necessarily the case. I don't think and that's you know I wasn't part of the band at that time anyway. But I think you'll see a lot of bands in today's age they're paying to get on those kind of things. Yeah. Whatever you know, these kind of festival things you're contacted about them. They put them on. You know, it's it's a real you know it's a real band deal risk. You know, to get on and be like, hey, here's ten grand. Let me jump on this festival. You know, I think that's not as good for the band or as good for a festival because you're putting on a band that maybe not everyone knows. You right, know, right, right. So maybe that's where the problem came in that is putting on too many bands that were, you know, were paying to get on that stuff. I don't really know. I'm not on that. Right, yeah. I mean, the, I know that the year that THC was on Mayhem was the biggest year that they did as far as just sheer numbers. That's cool. Yeah, like, and Mushroomhead was on there too. Yeah. I mean, there were so many great bands that like the THC and Mushroomhead are a great example of bands that made a lot of sense for a festival to take on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Because... Especially you, back to back. Oh, right? yeah. Because when you look at, like, Powerhouse, like, because, uh, like, you know, where I'm from, like, if, you know, there's certain clubs that a lot of bands, you know, being in Oklahoma or Texas, certain markets, they just can't touch, they can't play because it's not out of there. You know, people don't respond to that market. That right, right, right. Whereas THC and Mushroom and both can go to markets that, you know, bands, they get sent with of THC or Mushroom and to get broke because we do well there. Right, right. And I think for Mayhem that made a lot of sense that, you know, yeah, these guys just make sense to put them on there. Well, Whereas maybe other I think Mayhem best idea. is probably one of the best things that happened to uh, I mean, there's, you know, there's a few marking points of this band's yeah. career that the Jerry Springer, yeah. you know, Rocklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Mayhem I've seen since I've been in the band pretty much since Mayhem our headlining shows have been a lot better. Now, yeah. what do you mean? Were you guys on Jerry? You said Jerry Springer. Yeah, really? dude. Yeah, That's, yeah. I'm surprised you're here pissed off when you said you heard. You I'll show it to you right now, man. Yeah, no one's. Most like people have heard. Uh, Check out. That's my first appearance. Okay, I'll have to I'll have to look into that. Yeah, I was not aware of that. Yeah, they, the band was on Jerry Springer. They're like, I, you know, I don't know if it was the original original lineup, but one of the four ah, dude, it, was it was the original. It was the original. Yeah, look right here. Yeah, but they were on on Jerry Springer. They played Jerry Springer. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. Which one's that? Who was that drummer? I forgot. Cowboy. Cowboy. He's the original. You got Cowboy Randy, Randy. There's <laughs> Randy. Well, who's the other guy? Uh, the other Randy. No, it's Randy and Michael Hayes on there, but there was another guitar player. What was his name? He does really well by himself. Oh, uh, you know what I'm talking about. So what, just because I can't see the full, was this, what was the, because usually Jerry Springer is fucking, you it's cheated on me. the first band that's ever been on Jerry Springer. That's why. Oh, okay, I was going to say, so that was, exactly. so it wasn't like it was like a music themed episode. It was, let's put it this yeah. way. It was okay. Heavy. Let's put it this way. If, you know, if you were to say, you know, uh, Jimmy Kimmel's going to have the so-and-so band on, you know. You'd be like, oh, it'd probably be like, Jimmy Kimmel's going to have, uh, like 21 Pilots yeah, on there. Yeah, for like THC. Jerry Springer's going to have Sex Exactly. <laughs> so, like, he only ever had one guess, but that's perfect, man. That, that, I mean, you know, it was awesome. That is next awesome. is the Howard Stern Show. That's our next goal. Yeah, we did That'd play the Howard cool, Stern man. Show. That'd be cool, man. Saturday Night Live. Cool. Yeah, we did Saturday Night Live. No, it's all hip-hop now, but never mind. I never said that. I would love it, though. So, um... You know, the band has been around a while. I'm sure that you guys must have had some interesting uh, encounters with fans. And the reason that I bring this up is that I remember a specific show uh, when the band was on tour with Eve to Adam, and you guys played New York City. 
and there was a dude standing somewhere near me that kept screaming at the stage, Rich! Rich! I want to move next to you so that we can go hunting together! And I was like, what the fuck is this guy? Like, that's the weirdest thing I've ever it heard anybody kind of say. Yeah. <laughs> There's some... There's been. I wish Rich was here to answer that. I know. Dude, he's had some fucking. Yeah, he's been dealing with somebody stuff. right now. He's worried about showing up in, in um, I don't even remember where, but yeah. some crazy dude though. Yeah, crazy person. I mean, you know, and that's it's like man. I guess it's just the price of something. He probably doesn't want to hear too so much about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, we. I'm sure everybody has their. You own know what yeah, though? Just like that's you know what it is though. Is you get crazy behavior from people. Just like what you're you were saying. That this is one thing that I think maybe in our region of the world we take a little seriously because of dying yeah but people right. get shot and right. die because people are freaking weird john lennon they take life yeah. up they take life uh out of context and the things they don't and quite like, understand you know, and the, so to yeah. me what happened with dime is a shame it's, it's the saddest thing in the freaking world so to me i want to carry a gun in my in my uh you know my uh cut up on stage yeah. so that i'm okay and hey we're all gun friendly right yeah here. we are that is a lie and so you know that's something you know when you talk about guys like that saying weird stuff and those kind of shows it's the yeah i mean it's something you got to really be careful about people can be but you, you know, know there, there is crazy. like but i'm sure you know most of like 99 percent of the people you 99.9 percent of the 99.99% of the people you meet are just like funny weird amazing you know what I mean yeah, there's like yeah, a yeah. lot of funny yeah. weird stuff that people are just like I'm trying to today for example okay like just hanging out over here like a little like there was like some like I don't know like middle school kids look like they were walking home across oh, the street right, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. and this kid had a uh, metal okay. shirt on you kept seeing him he was walking past kind of like looking over there and finally yeah. we were all just like kid and that kid goes Slayer <laughs> he's like and this is like a kid in yeah, the this no. day and age and that's no. what I'm saying still liking Slayer and I'm uh, and all the kids behind him go he found his people or something <laughs> like that they're all like 12 yeah they're all 12 yeah, that's, like, I, know, that's, yeah. that's a family that's funny you get funny people my son my older son is going to be 10 years old in June awesome and the you know Slayer's on their farewell tour now supposedly and uh, yeah, they're pulling the Eagles. They're gonna have like twenty farewell tours. And yeah, and like he was telling me, I told him, I said, you know, Slayer's saying that they're gonna retire. I said, you want to see if we can try? And I wasn't able to get tickets, but you want to see if we can try? He's like, yeah, I would love to go because last year I took him to see Iron Maiden for his birthday. Oh, wow. And so the Slayer tour is coming to Jersey like two days, two three days after his birthday. So he wanted me to try and see if I could make that work out for him. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like it's gonna be able to. But you know, I've been you know, like I said, he's almost ten, and I'm I'm raising him on, yeah, on rock and metal. Good, awesome. <laughs> um, so, I my understanding from what uh, in the first part, I, I guess I, I wanted to mention this earlier. It's really hard to find any information about this band on the internet. Like, to we like tool. We don't like to tell you. We don't tell like like else. when I do my my preparation for these interviews. It's usually a lot of time spent in front of the computer. Yeah. You know, sort of being able to to make questions based on stuff that I find if I don't already know. I mean, like I said, I'm familiar with the band. I've seen yeah. you guys three, four times already. But it's always good to do the research. And I couldn't fucking find anything short of like, here's when the albums came out. Here's the people that were in like like Wikipedia has a list of who's in the band and who used to be in the band, but it doesn't even usually it'll give. List yet? Uh, I don't right think now. so because it you only you haven't met Phoenix yet. You'll meet him in yeah. Texas and he'll talk to you and you'll give yeah. It only yeah. listed four band members. We have I, there's four of you here and Rich is missing. You guys are I guess there's five. So no, it didn't have you in there yet. But but it didn't even have dates for who was there when. It's just like here's all the people. And yeah. usually, it's funny. It's like when we were watching that video, you know how it's like all of us are just like who's that? 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 Who's that?
It's like, you know, it's like we're in the Grateful Dead or something. Like, and that's we're what, looking but that's back over time. Who was in the band then? Like Ozzy, really? You know what I mean? Ozzy's got like this line. That's what, like, okay, this is the way I always serious always say this to people, you know. Uh, you know, Willie and Waylon and all those guys, no one gave a shit about them until they went back to Texas and turned like 15. And then their career was just blossomed. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's all these, oh, I played with Willie, I played with And same thing with Ozzy. When Ozzy, you know, Ozzy was this guy who was going to train his career on, just going and going. And then but when Ozzy really got, came into his prime was when he got a little bit older and then he had all these all guys great guns underneath him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so uh, I think, you know, with Rich, it's gotten to this point that it's like, he's Similar. that kind of guy. He just has got, it's, it's really, you know, this music is an extension of his personality. Yeah. I mean, when you walk into this bus, you know, this is his this is his house. I mean, yeah, hang yeah. out here in his place. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? We like it. It's not a bad deal. It's like it's like a family kind of situation. I, I don't mind it. It's really not a bad thing at all. I freaking love it. You know, but I think maybe you know to get to that point sometimes. You know what I mean? You kind of you know for Oz or whoever it was, there's growing pains through all that. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, but I think you know now. I mean, there's you know uh, you'll hear him say all the time. There's just so much positiveness in this group right now. You know, we just we have a blast going down the road. It's really yeah. fun. You know, so a lot of bands can't say that. So what I was gonna, what I was getting to was one of the few things that I did find was that the in a in a in a previous interview, Rich had said that you guys might have a new record, or you guys will have a new record out this year. This was a last year, so is that still on he target? Was giving the name out too. Did he say it? Would you guys remember it? Was was what did he say? Well, it, was a, he it would have already night. been oh, recorded. I tell you, it is. If you want to tell you. Not he says it every he night. Says, he, he says, says it three or four night. times now. He, can, he says it all the time with the name of the record. Oh, okay. oh the name? Yeah. yeah. High on the saddle. High, yeah, high on the saddle. High on the saddle. Because he's always high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've been riding on it. We've got a lot of material put together. I mean, this is going to be. We played three songs every night in this whole tour. Yeah, if you're in the show, show yeah. that there's three new songs that are not recorded. You can't find anywhere that we we wrote like a, two months ago that are going to be on this new record. Okay. We've just been trying new material out and see what people think. But we're in the studio right now. But they are protected under copyright infringement. <laughs> uh, so you say, can't record them. Even though, even if they are on there, yeah. yeah, yeah. They have, so, do you guys? Uh, have, is there any even general idea of like a release window? Uh yeah, I think yes. we're, we're really talking this year about doing what he said, right? I mean, well, I the plan is to get it done before August because um, there's a run going on with Sturgis thing. Yeah. But um, you know, we're not really in a hurry, honestly. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so if it comes out next year, it comes out next year. That's you fine. Know? You know, I mean, about quality, right? Quantity. Listen, when Tool puts their record out, we've been we'll in a hurry for it. every album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we, no, we've, we've hurried through these last two, and so it's like this one. We're trying to just, you know, make sure it's. We're gonna spend a lot of time on the songs instead of just like, oh, it's done. Okay, let's record it. You know, it's yeah. like we're gonna record it, listen to it, sit on it for a while, and then, you know, hell, we've already probably written thirty songs. Yeah, that's, that's no true. lie. I mean, there's you know, like there's seventeen. We ain't gonna have thirty songs on the album. Is right, what I'm saying? right, right, right. Yeah, we're like seventeen. Oh, we had like six or seventeen that were like, yeah, we like these. Or just, uh, and then we were like, we at least had like 10 or 12. Yeah, how much work's already been put in with such big name people to just do demos right now? Yeah. yeah. You know I mean, for this record, like, we literally are only in demo stage, and that's just, you know, No, I mean, we're past that. We've gone into pre production at this point. Well, yeah, but I mean, but like, but, you know, but just in the demo stage of all this, we've already done so, there's already been so much that's happened. I'm like, wow. Yeah. But. Okay. Um, so, this tour that you guys are on right now, the Year of the Bull Tour, with Cobra and the Lotus, Brand of Jewels, and Granny Four Barrel. Have you guys 
played with these before this tour? Have you guys played with any of these bands before? Oh, I played. We both played with Brandon Jules, our last band, Anton Ward, and we took. They were they were kids, and so we were both really young. But they're from New York or New Jersey. Yeah, I've same. seen them a bunch here. Yeah, they're awesome. And Brandon yeah. Jules, they're an amazing band. We're cool from Oklahoma, and we know who they are. So I can tell you, they're like they're a really like good class. Yeah, I think they they, they they just uh, I think their last run was with Otep. Yeah, yeah they put a new record out recently. I just checked it out uh, a couple days ago. I mean, they're a great band. Uh, great, so I, I can know them. Uh, Cobra and Lotus, their drummer was in another band we had toured with. Um, do you guys know any of the other those other guys aside from? Uh, well, oh boy, was a soil work. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, he was. was yeah. Shaggy, he was in soil work. He, he was, was a Shaggy. Yeah. There was somebody else too that he mentioned. Yeah. That was a big name. But yeah, Ron, and Ronnie's great, but he's only been with them for not very long. But yeah, all around, his first tour. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. His first tour is my first tour, so that's cool. But, okay. Uh, he also toured with Marcus while he was in another band. He yeah. Had a, the drummer for. That's that'd be really yeah for uh, Romantic Rebel yeah. wow yeah. he toured the Romantic wow. Rebel yeah. that's crazy he I've heard of those guys because I'm, Marcus. He like, was in the, like I've never I don't know that I've them. heard them but I've heard they of them pretty, because I feel like around. they did a tour they did a run yeah they did two with Boba Flex and I'm, I'm real tight with those dudes yeah yeah Romantic Rebel that was the band we were talking about that was the big boys song in Milwaukee area the Wait, you said you were you were an anti-war? Me and Rado, Rado yeah, I was the singer of anti-war when I was a guitar player. Okay, yeah. okay, then I, I'm sorry to yeah. diverge then. What the fuck happened to that <laughs> Uh, we burned into the ground and fuck everybody. That's what happened with that band. Okay. We, got, we got fucked we got by fucked. Nuclear Blast, yeah. and then everybody that was working with us at the time, we got fed up with each other. But we were we had been a band for like 12 years or so at that point by the time that that yeah. record came out. So uh -huh. like by the time the band ended, it was for, took like 12 years, but about year 10. Is and there were still only 12. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so like we, had, we were all like brothers. We, were about like we, were, we all got along, but tensions got hot when we started getting fucked really hard. And then we tried to figure Mom it out. And dad it wasn't working. That and so basically, <laughs> bad management. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, what's happened with all that at this point right now? People lie to kids. We all separated when they got older, getting pissed off. Yeah, we all separated, and now at this point, um, you know, if if you know Zane has gone on to do another group, me and Rado have gone to do another group, and obviously joined this. You yeah, know, yeah. that's a big part of our lives. We're now. doing Texas Hippie Coalition, and then we have a band called Cosmic. Yeah. Food. And then Zane has a band called Locust Grove, and then Levi, the drummer, has a band called Everybody Panic. So Timmy was in a band with called Ricketts. Uh, well, I was in Everybody Panic. He was in Everybody Panic. Yeah. yeah. And so, so was Ryan, who used to play yeah. with Texas Hippie. It's a weird incestual it's a, band yes. relationship. Yeah. <laughs> me, me and Ryan um, kind of circulate gigs. Like he gets me gigs, I get him. Gigs. He gives me a crash symbol, I yeah. give him a hi hat. <laughs> but it's like, he, that, it's crazy, man. Yeah. But I think that value of like musicians playing together in a scene is like priceless just because that makes everybody just seem yeah. so much more important and more like their time just means more when you have guys like that around you. But at the same time, I would like, you know, in the future, it would be nice if, you know, we, we could do something with that. But I can't tell you that I would ever want to work with any of the human yeah, beings. Yeah, just mismanagement, man. That's what happened to that. We were mismanaging That's right. it. Cause it's we are that band. Because I remember so, hearing, yeah. like, Whatever hit you know, THC gave us. I remember hearing a, a whatever like I can't American remember the name. Rage. We got that we, was yeah, it. Yeah, twenty fourteen. We had a big Billboard hit. It got it charted at like number one for a few weeks. Whenever it came out, or number two, it was the second record, highest selling record of that when the weekend it came out. I mean, it was it did really well and I think, in Oklahoma. And I think that you guys played at the. Uh, <laughs> okay. 
I think that you guys played at the, uh, what show. do you call it? The, well, no, no, uh, the Stanhope House in Jersey. Yes, we all, it was a horrible show, so small with Robot King. <laughs> Is that that tiny place? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's what I thought this place was. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. That's funny you said that, yeah. Sounds like every place in Jersey is tiny. Bear, <laughs> did you say we needed to wrap this he, up? He did, yeah. so I'm gonna, okay, cool. I'm gonna cut Sorry, a man. couple questions, and I'm just gonna ask you guys, uh, <laughs> two more. Um, pissed off and mad about it, I feel like that would be a really good song for like a UFC fighter or a WWE wrestler to use right. or to get played at like one? some kind of a sporting event. I was just wondering if, if the band has gotten any offers to use the song in that way because I think that it would be a great fit. Real quick on that, um, we do have um, a friend who's not WWE status, but his, um, his name is Joey Nuggs. I yeah, he's like a wrestler. He uses that song. Oh, okay. Um, and at one point, there was discussion with PBR about using eight seconds. So, PBR, the bull riding, not the beer, right? Yes, <laughs> correct. That's funny. So, but that's, I mean, you know, as far as I, I mean, that'd be more of a rich question, but, you know, um, there is, you know, I mean, I know he's there's actually a comedian, apparently there's a comedian that plays our stuff, like, really quietly, I guess, on YouTube behind some, so, I mean, well, the song oh, GoPro that so, I was it was intended to be No, he just uh, likes us. He's I think placed it fell. And this was years ago. But oh, I know just over this when we were in Anti Club and they just told us we were on tour. But they were just saying they wrote the song GoPro because you guys were intended to use it for the NFL and it got dropped though. Something happened to where it just didn't work out. But just stuff like that that happened. And then there was an ass. There was, you know, I don't know if you know this, there was a race car that ran on the track for one that was a THC cars. And yeah, Outlaw, there the, was a TV the, show called Outlaw Women okay. that was only on for like, I think like six episodes of a full season. Right. And then uh, in there. the first like episode, this lady's like, and it was on a major series television, you know what I mean? And uh, like driving down the road. Oh, sorry, I'm just going to turn it up, right? Uh, it was Outlaw. What, was it turning up? I think it might have been. Rich said it was out last year. Okay, well, anyway, but regardless, though, uh, you know, it was only on there for like 10 seconds, but the series got canceled, but that was exciting. I know he was pumped about yeah, that. Yeah, I got to go plug my stuff. All right. So, yeah, exciting. the signature question that I, I can't leave without asking you guys, because I ask everybody, is what do you guys think of the, uh, and, and you kind of already touched on this when we were talking about Animortem, but what do you think about the current state of the music industry where it, it feels like fans don't buy music anymore everybody wants to subscribe to spotify and they believe like oh well you know i don't have to buy the music nobody buys music you know bands make all their money at shows anyway like how do you guys feel about how people feel about I think you're what right, you what do you just said was in my opinion so say it's gonna take two seconds is that uh people go to shows still and so like screw everybody that like wants to come in between like you and your show money and like basically like the merch money you can make yeah. so it's so easy nowadays to get the connections that people used to get without having to sell your soul to get them and people don't realize it because they're just basically think that like there should be some quick way to the top or whatever but it's like that doesn't work that way same contracts and same deals we can all get basically without having to like just be like well you don't get any of your publishing and you're right, like right. wait what and so <laughs> it's like you guys have been going out this is the thing about THC you know that band this band has been out here for I don't know how long Really bringing these people in, and they really show up, and it's a real, you know, thing. You can, you can't start that with that money. To, I mean, money can do some of that, but you know, that's. I think at the end of the day, you know, as long as there's that, uh, that avenue to be able to play a show, people to show up and get to it. It's you know, a brand. I mean? yeah. yeah, and be able to buy a brand of music. Musical survivor. You okay? Live bands. If long, as long as people want to make live music, that's where it's at. So really, you know, as long as you just get your, uh, you know, in my opinion, if you. If, where it sat with the fans isn't a problem. 
is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, you know, it just is where it is. Where it's at with the industry of like where the industry's at, it's just dead. You know what I mean? It's because there's people that were taking, people were getting money out of something that they weren't deserving money for. Yeah. So it's like, they're like, their business is ending. But it's like, well, of course your business is ending because all the people that you were fucking realized that you were doing that. And so now your, your label's gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's how I feel about that. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I guess that's all I've got. Like I said, we were told to wrap it up. So, is there anything else that you guys want to plug or anything else you want to say before Just I Thanks for having us on, man. We appreciate it, dude. All right, no problem. Go check out Granny's Chicken and Biscuits. Yeah. Yeah. Main Street Avenue. I'm going to play. That's great. All right, thanks, guys. <laughs>
and from the band's first album, Pride of Texas, that was Texas Hippie Coalition with Texas Tags. I want to thank Timmy, Cord, Nevada, and Rado for being on the show. It was it was a really great time talking to those guys. I, I was honestly I was a little bit uh, I guess I was a little concerned at first uh, when when I didn't get the the interview with Rich. I was like I don't really know who these other guys are, but I I, I feel like it went really well, and uh, it was cool to find out that. Rado and Nevada used to be in the band Animortem, uh, as as you can hear when you listen to that. I completely went off on a tangent for a bit about trying to find out from them what went on with that band, because I really, really dug that band when I first heard them. Uh, I believe they were getting played on Sirius XM Octane, and uh, I really dug them, and then they just fucking vanished. And so it was cool to get a little bit of uh, a little bit of insight. <clears throat> about that band, I wish that I could have talked to them longer about that band, and uh, also uh, finding out that Timmy and I didn't even remember hearing this during the interview, just because it was sort of chaotic—five people in the bus all kind of talking at once. When I was listening back to this, doing the uh, doing the edits, uh, I heard them mention that Timmy was in the band Ricketts, and I wish that I would have caught that during the interview because I would have loved to have asked him about that as well, but. As I said in the intro, in regards to uh, not getting to interview Rich, there's always another time. So hopefully I can get these guys on again to talk about their past bands. And then also, uh, in addition to Texas Hippie Coalition, it looks like uh, Nevada and Rado were also in another band called Cosmic Wool that they had given me the CD for while uh, when I met them. And uh, that's that's some good shit too. So hopefully I can talk to them in the future about their other projects outside of Texas Hippie more uh, in depth. Um, now you guys can uh, find Texas Hippie Coalition on Facebook. Just search Texas Hippie Coalition, and on Twitter and Instagram uh, they are THC Official. Uh, so please be sure to to follow them at the social media network of your choice. Uh, you can also follow J Bunny's Music Hub on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh we still have a Patreon and I would love to get some patrons at the Patreon. Um and uh also don't forget guys the uh the industry embers. Any music purchases that you make, uh you know, legal downloads, CD purchases, you can tweet or Facebook post to at Industry Embers with those music purchases, and be sure to use the hashtag Buy Music B U Y, or it's Buy Music B Y E. Now, uh, I got some stuff coming up. I have uh, I have a one po- I have one definite confirmed interview for the month of June. I have another one that I just literally two minutes ago. Uh, got an email back about telling me will probably be possible, so that's that's two for ju- for the month of June already. Uh, got other stuff I'm working on. Uh, as always, I don't want to name names in case it doesn't happen, but I've got some other emails out there for stuff I'm going to try and get. And as soon as I'm done uh, recording this episode and uh, recording the the uh, intros, outros, and editing this episode, uh, I'm going to be going out tonight. Uh, again, to attempt to snag an interview uh, at a show this evening. Um, it all depends on whether or not I can cross paths with someone and, and convince them to make it happen. Uh, again, not naming names because, especially in that scenario, who the fuck knows if that's going to happen or not. And I don't want to get anybody's hopes up. But here's the hoping. So uh, 
I'm going to get going so I can start getting ready, start prepping for that potential interview, and get on the road. Uh, I'm going to leave you guys today with another Texas Hippie Coalition song. Uh, the first one I gave you was from their very first album, The Pride of Texas. Uh, the song I'm going to leave you with, as requested by the band, is from their most recent album, which is called The Dark Side of Black, and this is Angel Fall. Until next time, guys.